1: Betches Media presents. Ha ha! Laugh funny. Mention it all. A Bravo by Betches podcast. We don't say that, but now we said it with Dylan Hafer. We're gonna check me, bro. And Barry Rosenfeld. I need to start drinking alcohol. Now go to sleep. We. Hey
0: everyone, welcome back to the Mention It All podcast. I am Dylan Hafer, and I'm flying solo for this little intro today because Barry is living her summer house fantasy. I am not jealous, I'm not bitter, not even a little bit. Um <laughs> but we still have lots to talk about today and stay tuned because later in the episode we have an interview with Countess Luann Delasseps Roni OG back for season 13. Barry and I talked to her before she left for All-Stars and we got into the upcoming season and everything to expect. So don't go anywhere because I think you're gonna like that interview. Uh, first, we're gonna talk about the Summer House reunion, and I also watched the first two episodes of The Big Shot with Bethany, which is on HBO Max now. So we're gonna talk about that a little bit because I feel like everybody needs to know what they're getting into. Bethany's back. It's very different than Housewives, but I still enjoyed it. So it's basically like it's basically like The Apprentice, but like extremely skinny girl branded, which you know. Real Housewives of New York always kind of felt like a skinny girl commercial when Bethany was there. This is like the, the extended infomercial version. So we start out with, she has 10 contestants and they show up to her investment property in Connecticut, which is just the most Bethany thing you've ever heard. She's like, this is my house. I've never slept a night here uh, because I bought another house. And so I'm going to sell this one and I'm going to make a profit. And what the fuck's going on over here? And do we have the coffee? Do we have the pop? Like There is So much going on. It is truly chaotic Bethany in her final form. Um, So there's 10 contestants and then they have a little cocktail party. They each give their little elevator pitch spiel on why they want to work for her. And she sends four of them home right at the beginning, before the first challenge even happens. I I have to say, I am enjoying this show. I think it it is a good fit for Bethany because it allows Bethany to be the most Bethany- in in a forum where that feels appropriate but i do not know what the actual goal is here because she says she says she's looking for a vp of operations for her whole bethany brand which is like apparently 25 different brands that are pulling in hundreds of millions of dollars she wants this person to be doing like social media but also like all of her business operations, but also like her personal assistant sort of, it feels like a nightmare job basically. And none of these people seem super qualified for a VP position at a major company. You know, we've got people with sales experience. There's this one girl, uh, Nicole Rose, who let's be clear is a nightmare. Um, And she is like an influencer and a DJ. It feels like Bethany wanted to make the best reality show, but I I am very skeptical about any of these people actually being hired for a high-level position at a corporation. But, you know, we'll see. The first couple episodes are fun. I would definitely recommend. It's on HBO Max. Um, The second episode, we get a little phone conversation with Dorinda. She's going to pop up later in the season. Bethany's friendship with Dorinda is very interesting to me. And we also get um, a fun appearance from Luke Henderson, who you probably know as Caroline Stanbury's makeup artist from Ladies of London and later Dorinda's makeup artist from Real Housewives of New York. And now he's back and he's Bethany's makeup artist. But really Luke's uh, Luke's true uh, passion is just standing around while Housewives gossip with him. So this is, it's really a great fit. There's a shapewear photo shoot and he is You know, kind of the one that Bethany is just venting to as everything goes wrong. Uh, But yeah, check out The Big Shot. There's going to be more new episodes. Maybe Barry and I will talk about it uh, in the future. But either way, give it a chance if you like Bethany. I would say if you are not a Bethany fan, skip it. Because you're going to be just like, you're going to have a stress reaction in the first 15 seconds. And it's not going to go well. Um, But if you're missing Bethany on Real Housewives, this is definitely a show for you. Um, but pivoting, we have to talk about the Summer House reunion, which, of course, started last night. We're getting two parts. Uh, so we will be back definitely talking about part two next week. There is just, there is a lot going on in this cast, man. I don't know. I never thought this this cast was going to let us down during the reunion, but they really came prepared. Um, Kyle came with a lot of anger And I think that lends itself well to a reunion. Um, Hannah came with uh, ready to cry, you know, ready to, ready to bear it all emotionally. Um, And I think everybody came looking good. You know, we can debate the looks. Uh, I think, Amanda's little jumpsuit moment I'm having a lot of fun with it um I think Lindsay and Danielle look great I think the guys look great I'm not sure about Hannah's outfit but you know I think everybody went for it I appreciate it they finally got a real reunion after being relegated to watch what happens live for a few seasons too long um but we really jump right into it in this reunion with Hannah talking about Luke um So Hannah says she was never in love with Luke and that she was playing the field when she came into the house, dating around, talking to a few different guys, which of course there is nothing wrong with that. Um, You know, now that I'm vaccinated, I feel like I am playing the field. It's not going well so far, but, you know, trying to, (laughs) trying to have as many prospects as possible because we all want to have a hot girl summer. I can't fault Hannah for doing the same, but of course, the issue that comes into question was, you know, The way she was talking about Luke leading her on and kind of bringing the rest of the house into it and acting like Luke was kind of this, you know, horrible person who was misleading her. And then everybody's like, okay, but, but if you were, you know, so you were, first of all, you were already having sex with Des and then there's like another guy you were FaceTiming with. Where is the line between, you know, you were trying to figure out what was going on with Luke and Luke was like playing you because... To me that's the question. And I don't I don't think there's a satisfying answer because I think Hannah and Luke are always going to have a fundamental disagreement about the nature of their relationship. I mean, clearly we know they never had sex. This is, you know, Summerhouse Canon at this point Luke and Hannah never had sex. But Luke basically says, you know, we were intimate in some kind of way, but it was never like that. And Hannah's like okay, well, like, just because we weren't having sex, you were FaceTiming me all the time. You know, why were you calling me three times a day if you didn't, you know, like, give a shit about me? Which I don't think she's wrong. But, you know, they weren't in a relationship. They weren't exclusive. We're never going to have that kind of closure. But I think Hannah kind of, you know, she screwed the pooch a little bit in how she sort of corrected for the rest of the season after she and Luke had their issues. Because, of course, she just got deep into it with Kyle. And I think that is the most interesting part of this reunion. The Kyle and Hannah and Amanda of it all. And the whole house really just gets, you know, dragged into this (laughs) whole disagreement. Um, So Andy asks Hannah about, you know, the stuff she said about Amanda's relationship with Kyle in the past. And specifically, you know, if she's told Amanda that she should leave Kyle. And you know, Hannah is very much like, I've never said that. Kyle's like, it's on tape. Amanda says that Hannah's never said it in as many words. So, you know, it's up in the air. I personally have no interest in going back and watching all the old episodes and like combing through that footage at this point. But basically, I think it is, it's a little bit of a stretch for Hannah to say she has always been there for Amanda. I think everybody but hannah would agree on that point Um, but things really get messy when they're talking about kyle and hannah's big disagreement hannah says she was feeling shook when kyle brought up the whole trash thing you know hannah's saying she starts crying she says that she's triggered from being yelled at because she got yelled at the whole summer and i really just feel like i really just feel like kyle and hannah are not destined to be friends in any sort of context and because of the show that they're on, obviously there's this pressure to, you know, kind of break up and make up and figure out what's the next step for this relationship. And I think that because Hannah and Amanda were good friends, there's just always gonna be this complicating factor. But I think I think what they're missing is that when you're an adult, sometimes you just realize that somebody you were friends with isn't that compatible with you and isn't, you know, somebody that you're meant to be friends with forever. And I think the sooner that Hannah and Amanda maybe have this realization, which I think they're kind of getting there, I think they can just move on in peace. But the question, of course, where that leaves us, what's going to happen on this show? You know, they're talking about how Hannah was saying in some interview, I mean, this whole reunion just hinges on things that Hannah has said on various podcasts, which (laughs) is like, murky water to get into because i mean we record this podcast three times a week i have no idea what i said on you know monday let alone six months ago when i was you know talking to such and such but you know so hannah made some comment about how she's only friends with kyle because she's paid to be friends with kyle and (laughs) kyle is very offended by this even though i don't think he really wants to be friends with hannah either um but you know now that now that this is kind of out there in the open and these feelings are on display, it's like, okay, so are they really going to go back to being in a summer house together this year? Cause then like, doesn't that feel more staged for TV than ever before? I don't know. I, I'm very curious to see kind of where summer house goes from here, because I feel like if they really are trying to, you know, keep the fourth wall up and make it seem like a real friend group, then there's a lot of work to be done, but also if that's what they want, then they can't just bring in three new people that we've never met before because then we know they're not really friends. Um, but yeah, I, I, I'm i really curious to see what happens in part two of this reunion. I think it's gonna be very dramatic. Um, and with that being said, let's get into the grab the skinny pop moment of the day. Of course, endless entertainment calls for endless popcorn and luckily every kernel of skinny pop is so light, crunchy and delicious that I can eat it by the handful or even the bag full. And let me tell you, I watched this Summer House Reunion with a bag of Skinny Pop white cheddar right at hand and I I didn't quite finish it but boy did I get close. My personal grab the Skinny Pop moment has to be when Lindsay says, "Let's just break the fourth wall" and she gets into, you know, this show started because it was about a group of friends in a summer house. I this is what we needed because of course on the show they can have the show whatever but when it's the reunion, it's like, now let's not fuck around now. Let's get into, you know, all of the factors that are leading us to this point. And Lindsay Hubbard just took us there and she broke that fourth wall and we are all better for it. That is today's grab the skinny pop moment. You can grab skinny pop yourself at retailers nationwide or go to the shop now page on skinnypop.com. Now don't go anywhere because our interview with Luanne de Lesseps is next. In orange. It's there to satisfy your need for hydration with a little flavor. Consider your hydrated self-thriving. Find Splash Refresher today on Amazon and Instacart or at your local Walmart, Sam's Club, or Kroger. Welcome back, everyone. We are now joined by a very special guest and actually our first repeat guest on the Mention It All podcast. Everyone, welcome, <laughs> Luann Deliceps. Hi, Luann.
2: Hi, how are you guys? Hi, Luann,
1: <laughs> we were so excited to have you back on. We're like she was our first guest like ever on the podcast. <laughs> was this that? is a big deal. Oh, yeah.
2: yeah. Oh my gosh, that's amazing. And we've
0: been and we've been stuck inside the whole time and now it's <laughs> a new season of Roni and here we are back again.
2: <laughs> Congratulations you guys, you're killing it. Oh, thank you. Awesome. Thank you
0: you too. We had a chance to check out the premiere. Very excited. How are you feeling about this new season coming back? Obviously, you've been doing this a long time now. How are we feeling about season 13?
2: You know, listen, you know, we filmed during a pandemic, during Black Lives Matter and during an election. So it was like, it was so crazy. I mean, you know, and I have to say hats off to our production team at Bravo because it was so difficult to find places to film You know, locations were a problem. We couldn't travel. So it was felt like a very different season. But at the same time, it felt more personal because we were a lot in our own apartments. Mm -hmm. And and I think, you know, that adds another flavor to the show in terms of, you know, really getting to know um, us as, you know, personally in our homes. You know, it adds a different vibe. And so I was glad to have a job. I was glad that I got to hang out with the girls. You know, I got to hang out with because nobody was seeing each other at that point, you know, people mm-hmm. were just isolating. And, um, so it was a difficult time, but, um, we have fun. And I think the show is lighter and funnier because of it, because it's like we were living in heavy time. So it's like, let's have fun. Let's just really yeah. enjoy ourselves.
1: Yeah, so. I remember in the opening clips, they showed New York, like, in its prime. And, of course, I was like, oh, my God, did we used to do that? Like, everyone going to work, commuting? And it was, like, March, and then they did, like, oct- they did a timestamp of, like, October, <laughs> and it was, like, cricket. And yeah. I was like, oh, my yeah. God, I-, I remember that, even though it was only a year ago. But it was it was kind of crazy.
2: And me, too. And was. I remember it so well because, you know, I came into the city, and I actually filmed, uh, did a music video for Viva La Diva um at that time you know that was last last spring um and and it was you know it was eerie I mean I was outside of 54 below and there was not a soul in sight I was on Park Avenue there was not a car on Park Avenue it was yeah mind-blowing crazy wow
0: so speaking (laughs) of your more in your apartments this season we see your new apartment which looks Lovely, by the way. Thank um, you. How are, how are you feeling? Are you Do you feel back at home in the city now? I know you've been spending time in Sag Harbor this last year. Mm-hmm. Um, how has it been just being at home more?
2: You know, I, um, I really love my apartment. I feel, you know, really comfortable here. As you can see, I have my piano in the background. <laughs> so, uh, you know, Billy and I have been working on uh, our new Christmas show coming out. So we have a show coming out in... Uh, in late November, December for the holidays. So, and I have a new Christmas song coming out, which I'm super excited about. I've mm. always wanted to do a Christmas song. Um, so I have a, my producers are Billy Stritch and Bruce Roberts from, uh, California and who's a major producer has worked with many major artists. So I'm thrilled, you know, to be able to, to work on the song. Uh, the apartment is comfortable. It's, uh, you know, when I walked in, I was like, oh, I'll take it. And it was like a really quick decision. High ceilings <laughs> and, you know, marble bathtub, bathroom and bathtub, big soaking tub and a walk-in closet and a terrace. I was like, this is perfect. And I just did a quick, quick sweep of the view. And, did, and the day I moved in, <laughs> I'm standing here and I'm, you know, waiting for the movers to come in. And I said, no, no way, no I didn't put two and two together, you know, where, <laughs> you know, I could see like the back of Tom's apartment. It's like insane. Anyway.
1: That is it's so okay. funny to me. Like is, that is, please. when you say a small world, there is nothing smaller than that. Like that is a small <laughs> world. Know,
2: right. Ha- yeah. Now, have you seen him? No, out
1: on, the, on the streets.
2: No, no, no. Because you know, uh, it's funny. Cause I, Never saw Tom before I was introduced to Tom. And I lived on the Upper East Side for a while before. Mm-hmm. I remember when I had the townhouse and whatever. So I never never saw him before I met him. And I never have seen him after I married him. It's kind of <laughs> crazy. I,
0: I feel like great. you're the only one. I feel like people are constantly having, you know, run-ins. Run-ins. <laughs> Probably for the best that you are steering clear.
2: You know, same same with my first husband. He's off in Europe somewhere. So I never have to, I never run into (laughs) him. But it would be okay if I did because, you know, we're friends. We have kids, you know. Right, right. um, Yeah, I know. I don't have an issue with exes. Well, that's (laughs) great.
1: Well, let's get into it. So we are super excited to see Ebony this season. And we see that you two sort of know each other or go way back, but tell us about that. Cause we only got a glimpse and um, how it is with her in the group.
2: Well, we don't go way back. I mean, I've <laughs> seen her, um, <laughs> you know, socially, but I didn't know her really at all. Right. Um, so she comes into the show and she's an acquaintance really. And, um, and as you can see, you know, we have our moments um, in the very beginning, but, you know, as we get to know each other as women, et cetera, you know, it takes time to warm up sometimes to people. I'm, you know, um, and so, you know, we have our moments, but we come out on the other side and our relationship actually builds and, and it's a good one. I respect her. I think she's, um, she's smart. She's, you know, beautiful. She's, you know, an attorney and, um, I have a lot of respect for her and she holds her own. It's not an easy cast to walk into.
1: Yeah.
0: I'm yeah, speaking that. of that, so you've, <laughs> y- you've been on the show, I mean, 13 seasons, a lot of people have come and gone. Is it, is it pretty easy at this point for you to kind of just, um, you know, hang out with whoever they put in front of you? Or are there times when it's kind of like, wow, I really have to do a whole season with this person? Like, I'm just not, <laughs> not feeling the energy.
2: <laughs> well, <laughs> you know, I'm pretty quick about people, you know what I mean? Um, and whether or not this person is going to work for me or not. So, you know, we've seen a lot of people come and go. We've seen, you know, a lot of relationships kind of blow up. Um, you know, just look at Kara Oddsville, you know. She, you know, was on the show and then she went. And, uh, you know, there's people that I wish never went. You know, I'd love to see certain people come back, like like Jill and uh, and even Aviva. And now maybe Tim's like,
1: Honestly, I wouldn't mind that shake up and bring back like old school housewives because, you know, it's interesting when when we were watching the um, the premiere and they went through like your taglines and everything. I was like, are we missing somebody? Like, it seems like there needs to be one more.
2: Yeah, we're only You're five. Like, you know, we yeah. have a small cast. We're only five. So um, so, you know, yeah, we, we have room.
0: Have you, have you talked to Tinsley? (laughs) Have you talked to Tinsley at all in the last few months? Do you know kind of what she's up to? I've
2: been, you know, I've been, I've been texting her, check in with her. You know, I was sorry to hear about Scott. Um, I can't say that I was surprised. Um, And uh, so I feel for her, you know, it's, it's never easy. And I think she really wanted it. And, uh, and I don't think he handled it very well.
0: We would love to see her back on the, on the show. I think she, that would be fun because when she came on the show the first time, it kind of was her, you know, journey coming back to New York and getting back in. And I feel like we could do a round two and everybody would love to see
1: that.
2: Yeah, I think so. So we'll see.
1: And speaking of have you been keeping in touch with Dorinda at all this year, does it feel weird for her Mm -hmm.
2: not to be in the group? Yeah. I mean, you know, it just feels different, you know, Mm -hmm. um, You know, of course, I, will I you know, I miss Dorinda. I love Dorinda, um, but it's just just a different season. And, you know, I know she's doing great and we keep in touch. So, so, you know, who knows? Maybe she'll be back.
1: Maybe like a a New York all-star housewife season. (laughs) (laughs)
2: Right. Right. Instead of the the mashup that I'm going on.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, you've got a, you've got a fun little trip coming up sometime soon, I think.
2: (laughs) Can't tell you when.
0: Oh, Lord. I'm excited. <laughs> yeah, for that. I, saw, I saw you ironing on your Instagram stories. So. <laughs> um, okay, so I, I want to talk about in the premiere at um, at Sonia's townhouse. She has a lovely brunch. You and Leah have a really nice conversation about your relationship with alcohol and kind of where you are with that. I loved seeing that moment between you two. Mm-hmm. How are you approaching this season differently than you have in the past, maybe with the drinking thing um, mm-hmm. and kind of how did it feel to have Leah kind of going through a similar journey with you?
2: Well, listen, it's always great to have a wingman in life, you know, no matter what it is. And, you know, I just wanted to know where her head was at because, um, you know, I just was looking for that kind of support. And listen, if she said, well, you're on your own, whatever, I was say, okay, great. And um, that would have been fine too, but I was glad that she was, you know, down, with me on that and that I had that kind of support because, you know, there's a lot of parties and things, drinking going on, et cetera. And, um, so it meant a lot to me that, um, that, you know, that she was on the same path. And, um, and I, um, listen in the pandemic, uh, everybody was drinking like crazy, you know, and I I feel like, you know, every time, you know, relapse is a part of recovery. And every time I get to a new place and I'm just so grateful because I know, you know, that I'm ultimately so much happier when I don't drink. So, you know, it's coming to terms with that and realizing that and, you know, pounding that in your head, uh, especially for me that, um, that you get to a place where you say, okay, I can deal with that. You know, I'm, I have total and you know, my cabaret tour, I'm working on So what was born out of this is not to say that I'm super excited about was that, you know, um, I was looking for something to drink over the summer, which is an alternative and I really couldn't find anything. And when I did, it wasn't up to par. So I decided to make a non-alcoholic sparkling rosé and I'm super excited because it's going to come out in the fall. And um, yeah. So, you know, I think, you know, uh, necessity is the, is the, um, Master of invention, or however it, that saying goes, and it really rang true to me because I just I didn't have anything. You know, when whenever you go out and you order a mocktail, you're at the bartender's mercy, and it generally comes back and it's sweet and not right, and you know, and then you order a period and people are like, eh, she doesn't drink, I'm oh, boring. So I really feel like there's a real big void and and um out there for something in the market that feels elevated and beautiful and that you feel like you're joining the party. So I've um, been working on that, super excited about that. Um, so, you know, there's uh, there's a lot of great things happening and, uh, you know, uh, besides, you know, working on that and my tour and coming back, you know, with my music and, um, I'm, you know, I'm grateful to be doing things that I love and I'm passionate about, you know. Um, and, you know, the show and family and just been, a, you know, a creative time for me and one of like really doing some work on myself.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: That's it's great that I feel like you've been able to find outlets this past year because I mean, especially with the cabaret with the pandemic, it's been such a tough time for that and it hasn't really been feasible. Right. So it's great that you found other ways to kind of channel all of that, you know, energy stress, what have you into something else.
2: Yeah.
0: So the next time you have a question about your credit card, call 1-800-DISCOVER to get the service you deserve. Limitations apply. See terms at discover.com slash credit card. Spring has sprung, and that means it is time for some spring cleaning. Whether that means stocking up on cleaning supplies or swapping out your winter clothes for new spring ones, make sure you are using Ibotta to get real cash back with every purchase. Ibotta is a free app that gives you the most cash back every time you shop on hundreds of items, from groceries to beauty supplies to toys, so you can make sure you're shopping smarter, not harder, no matter what you are purchasing. The average Ibotta user earns more. Right now, Ibotta is offering our listeners $5 just for trying by using the code MENTION when you register. Just go to the App Store or Google Play Store and download the free Ibotta app to start earning cash back and use code MENTION. That's I-B-O-T-T-A in the Google Player App Store and use code MENTION.
1: I have to say, though, that in the Premiere, you said that something clicked and that's when you knew and it's mm-hmm. so funny because when you said that like you also not that you all weren't always fun and you know sparkling but you had gave off a different like energy and like I got that from watching so it's just so you funny did? that like
2: oh good a
1: hundred percent like it hit me great. too when you said that like you can just notice when someone is like mm-hmm. happier genuinely
2: mm-hmm. happier yeah. and it mm-hmm. seems like
1: you were while watching and are right mm-hmm. now so that's yeah. really great
2: yeah, no, no, it's good. You know, it's interesting because, you know, I feel like I've become very spiritual throughout this whole journey. I mean, I've always been into like, you know, yoga and meditation and Chopra and et cetera, but now I just feel a lot more connected to my spirituality. And when I drink, I lose that connection, you know, and that's the, the really important thing. And, um, and, you know, for me, it's it, I've turned another. It's, it's like a turn. I've gone to another level in terms of understanding, you yeah. know, what really gives me joy and happiness and, you know, joyous, happy, and free. That's how I want to live my life.
1: Is that the name of your new Christmas song? <laughs> <No>. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I'm,
0: I'm like writing that down, joyous, happy, and free. That's a, I love that mantra. <laughs> yeah,
2: joyous, happy, and free. And you know, when you, When you're um, in your head and you, you know, you're thinking too hard and life seems challenging, just remember you got to be joyous, happy, and free. And that's the most important thing. That's why I went to Mexico. (laughs) I mean, I was like, joyous, happy, and free. I loved it there (laughs) so much um, because I felt really connected to the plant, you know, to the earth and to the planet. I feel like, you know, with what's happened to us, the more connected you can stay to the planet, the better off you're going to be because it's just... Mm -hmm tough time we've been going through you got to get outside connect to the earth and the trees and you know feel the wind and you know be near water or you know whatever it is it's so important for your soul really
0: yeah I need to hear the background you posted a photo that you were like covered in gold like gold paint or something that was gold clay okay (laughs) everybody was everybody was going (laughs) crazy over that photo and I was like Lou looks like she's living her best life right now
2: (laughs) I, I was in sweat lodges I was like you know, <laughs> basically sending smoke signals I mean I was like doing all that fun you know deep dive into just self-care you know what I mean like I'm gonna do the clay mask I'm gonna go to the sweat lodge and pray I mean I I really took a deep dive into the Mayan culture uh, I don't know if you've ever That's been amazing to Rome, but it's very rich in culture and I don't know. It's like a place of manifestation. It's like Ibiza meets Burning Man. It's just <laughs> magical. That's great. No, seriously, it's <laughs> magical. I went for a week, and I stayed for a month.
1: <laughs> oh wow! So, oh my. God. <laughs> well, now if anytime that gives you I blur an how much I loved yeah. it. I'm gonna splurge on anything or go on vacation. I'm just gonna, in the back of my mind, being like joyous, happy, and free. Happy and and free. said, "Luann said I could free. do it." Joyous, yeah,
2: that's it. You oh know, cause gosh. we only have today. We only have the moment, you know, God knows, you know, who, what else is coming our way, you know, oh. after what we've been through, what the hell else can happen to us? You know, totally. oh, I'm scared. <laughs> Don't be sca- scared. Um, be happy, joyous and free. <laughs> I- <laughs> um,
0: so That's true. Is there anything specific that you're looking forward to us getting to see this season on the show? Um, obviously we're super excited for the new season.
2: Yeah, well, you know, listen, um, with what's been happening in the world, et cetera, you know, we live in a very diverse city. So I'm excited to see our first, you know, Black uh, housewife, right, for New York City, finally. I'm thrilled about that yes. and the dynamic and the conversations that happen. And, you know, uh, I think it's important. I think they're important conversations. I think that um, they're th- things that we talk about and that we go through. And I think that... Um, It's highly relatable, especially with, you know, the George Floyd and everything that's been happening in the world. Um, And, you know, so I feel like that's a major, um, you know, part of the season. Uh, And also, again, living through a pandemic and having to go into places with a mask and, you know, not being able to see your family and because you're scared that maybe that you bring the virus to the show and the housewife. I mean, it was really like walking on eggshells. Um, And so there's a lot of things that are different and interesting about how this season went down, obviously, in terms of um, what we've done in the past. So I think that right there is going to be an interesting dynamic, obviously um, what we've been going through and, having Ebony on board and I, you know, I couldn't be happier with how it turned out. Cause I always go, well, how's this going to work? You know, how, what are we going to do this season? And, you know, and it just kind of always works itself out. And uh, even the issues I have with Ebony, we, we work it out. And it's an important conversation that I think needs to be had and seen, you know?
1: Yeah. Um, did you really quick, did you get a chance to see the preview for Bethany's new show?
2: No. I haven't. I didn't even know the preview was out for her new show. I only, I only knew that she announced her engagement on the day of our <laughs> announcement of our. Right.
0: Show. <laughs> yeah, I, <laughs> Which
2: I thought I timing was, was very interesting, wasn't it?
0: I was <laughs> excited to hear that she and she and Jason are finally, finally divorced. But the timing was definitely.
2: <laughs> oh my God! Yeah. yeah, yeah. I'm happy for her because, boy, what a nightmare that was. Yeah. <laughs> Listen, I only wish Bethany well. Um, I have not seen the trailer for her new show. Do you want to tell me about it? <laughs> Did it you like to it me, it the Apprentice, was very basically. short. Yeah. <laughs> it's it's Bethany's Apprentice.
0: Apprentice. right? <laughs> yeah. Right. Um, okay. So before we finish up, we like to play a little game with all our housewife guests. It's called, who would you choose? We're going to ask you some questions and you're just going to say who in your cast you would pick for the various answers. They can be current or former. We okay. have lots of options. Okay, first of all, who would you take who would you take motherhood advice from?
2: Who would I take motherhood advice from? Hmm. I'm going through my cast in my head. (laughs) I think Kyle Richards. Oh, we're going Beverly Beverly Hills. (laughs) We're going Beverly Hills. Yeah. (gasps) Great great girls. I mean, right? Yeah. She's done all
0: she's done all the ages. Yeah. She's Kyle has it together.
2: Yeah, she has many kids, so I, I like yes. women who have many kids. I come from six, so I mean seven, so. You're one of seven? Yeah, I'm six. I'm one of seven. Wow.
1: Wow. Um, I know. People don't know that. <laughs> whose closet would you raid? Oh, Lisa Vanderpump's.
2: I'm mean, in Beverly Hills yeah. right now. <laughs> yeah.
1: <laughs> <laughs> okay,
0: who, who would you trust to plan your next vacation? Like to pick the hotel, the, the restaurants, all that stuff. Ramona. Okay. Ramona likes luxury. That makes sense. She loves yeah.
2: luxury. <laughs> she loves to travel. She loves her good hotels and her, you know, her staff.
1: <laughs> yes. Uh, who, who would you want to cook you dinner?
2: Who would I want to cook me dinner? Uh, who really loves to cook? Teresa Giudici. Yeah. Okay. I, I want spaghetti and meatballs. <laughs> <laughs>
1: Honestly, a lot of people have said, like, Teresa was a lot of people's answers for that.
0: Okay. Who would you take relationship advice from?
2: Jill Zarin. Okay. Mm
1: -hmm. Maybe I will ask her for some as well. Um, (laughs) Who who would you let decorate your house?
2: Hmm. Wow. Who's got great taste? Well, I'd have to go back to Lisa Vanderpump, I guess. Uh, Right? Um, Okay. I wouldn't
1: mind. (laughs) <laughs> I, I just Lisa? wouldn't mind her decorating my house at all yeah
2: yeah.
0: okay and last one which housewife from another city cast would you want to join your cast in New York
2: uh, Lisa Renna on our cast in New York
0: okay that she would, would definitely stir it up
2: <laughs> yeah, yeah and, and she comes to New York quite often I feel like she's got that New York vibe she could just dance her way into housewives of New York <laughs> <laughs>
1: Would, I wouldn't mind that either. Right, and that, that that was great. I feel like out of everyone we've ever played this with, you definitely put the most thought into your responses.
2: <laughs> thank you. Yeah, <laughs> well, I really thought about it. It was like, hmm. <laughs> and you gave me th- you gave me something to think about. So thank you.
0: Oh, <laughs> of welcome. course, Luann. Thank you so much for coming by. We love to have you anytime.
2: Good to see you,
0: honey. Oh. We're so excited for the new season. Everybody's gonna love it. Of course, don't forget to watch Tuesday Nights on Bravo.
2: Yeah, it's going to be so great. I can't wait for you guys to see it. And, you know, a lot of good stuff and uh, a lot of fun. So enjoy. Thank you. Thanks so much for listening,
0: everyone. We hope you loved our interview with Luann. Don't forget to watch the Roni premiere on Bravo, and then we'll be recapping it right after. In the meantime, don't forget to rate, review, subscribe, follow us on Instagram at Bravo by Betches. And as Luann would say, just
1: be cool. Don't be all like uncool. Mention It All is produced by Sean Kilby and Jorge Morales Pico. Editing by Sean Kilby. Social media by Dylan Hafer. Guest booking by Nicole Pellegrino. Be sure to follow at Bravo by Betches on Instagram and Twitter. Batches.